This to make it 28 to 3. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Tossed away. Welcome to the 28 to 3 podcast. My name is Max. I'm here with Nick and Coy. Today we're going to do a special episode. We are going to build a uh, optimum starting lineup for the Saints to win a Super Bowl. But here's the catch. We're going all time. We're going to pick from a pool of the all time Saints players ever. And we're going to go position by position. And we'll start off with quarterback, and I think uh, I'll let Nick do the honors on this one. I think this one's pretty straightforward, but we'll let him go ahead and uh, say okay, so the starter is. Before we get into it, though, what is our lineup? What are our rules here? So the rules are going to be we're going to go one quarterback, two running backs, one fullback, three wide receivers, two tackles, two guards, one center, two defensive ends. Tight end. Two defensive tackles, one tight end. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Four linebackers, two corners, two safeties, one kicker, one punter, one kick returner, one punt returner. And if you're listening at home, if you can play that back without listening to this again, congratulations. You get nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was tough, man. I'm, I'm surprised I was able to get it off. That was but, pretty good uh, off the top of your head. Start us off with quarterback. Can confirm. Got? No notes. I'm pretty sure this one's going to be unanimous, but we'll let him say it. Yeah, it's the only Hall of Famer we've ever had a quarterback. So. <laughs> Drew Brees is Archie. a, oh, is a yeah, guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah. I thought you were going to say Aaron Brooks, but we'll go with Drew Brees. So Drew Brees is the answer. So, uh, Corey, we're going to we'll pivot to you for running back. What you got? Okay. So, you know, at the risk of being a prisoner of the moment, and, I mean, but look, this guy's so fucking good. I, I have to go with Alvin... You know, as not necessarily the most obvious choice. Not saying he's number one, but he's just kind of the. He's just, number one. He does so he's many good. One. He does so many good things, and I, I think you know I take from things we heard from a lot of veterans. You know, we had Roman on a couple episodes, a few episodes ago, about the importance of winning a Super Bowl, and obviously Alvin was not on the Super Bowl team. He 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 got close with the NFC fucking no call. Let's not even go there, but um, yeah, he he's the best to me. Who's your number two? Number two, look, there's a lot of variety in Saints running backs uh, beyond Alvin, you know. And and we're now when we're talking about who we're picking, we're saying like in the prime of their capabilities. This right? is this is apex mountain of their career. This is uh, to win a Super Bowl. We're trying to construct the perfect Saints roster. Okay, because that that's this kind of easy. A, I think. That's kind of a necessary qualification. For running backs, and we've talked about this before. I know y'all think it's easy, but okay, I'm going with Deuce. I think it's easy, and I know that should be the easy answer. But I, I think I just have it in my head of Pierre Thomas catching every screen pass. He helped us win a Super Bowl. Reggie would we would not have won Super Bowls without Pierre Thomas or Reggie. But at the peak of his powers, Deuce McAllister was just get the fuck out of my way. Man, I say it was so good. If there's a third running back spot, Pierre probably gets it just from a standpoint of being able to take that uh, screen pass. Problem for Pierre is he was a niche player. Yeah, Deuce was a legitimate 
top five uh, running Deuce back in was the league. All, whoa, man! When in he was, his prime. yeah, he was all pro. He had sixteen hundred yard season, fifteen yeah. plus touchdowns. What do you? What do you have? Nine one hundred rushing yard games in a row. Yeah, that one year. Yeah, that one. His one year um, in his prime was unbelievable. Uh, we have George Rogers with a month eighteen hundred yeah. yard year with us. We had Ruben pick. Mays and Dalton Hillier with multiple thousand yard rushing seasons. We've <laughs> we've had great running backs. We yeah. just haven't had running backs that have hung around for a really long time. That's been the, you know, Mark Ingram. We didn't even mention that, and he's the leading rusher in Saints history. So yeah, we've always had a good, you know, running back. But I think Alvin is a different level. He's a you know what four time Pro Bowler, multi year All Pro. He's going to have the touchdown record for the Saints. He'll probably have every yardage record for the Saints when he's done, assuming he sticks around for a couple more years. Assuming Loomis doesn't do uh, Darren Sproles things with him. <laughs> well, think about Darren the Sproles formation standpoint. If you've got Kamara and Deuce in the backfield, you know the two of them are equally yeah. adept at receiving as they are running. So that is an almost an impossible ask for a defense to defend. And That's let's a- also remember that Deuce. Deuce was an animal, my God. At the time that he played, it, it, it's it's easy for us to forget now because running backs catch the ball so much out of the backfield, but he was ahead of his time with being the size that he was, the height. Deuce was a tall running back. He was a big It boy. is not easy to be a running back. Don't forget, that we he was. drafted him when we had Ricky Williams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, Everyone laughs at uh, Reggie. And Ricky's being, another running hey, back who was really good as a same. Everyone talks about Reggie doing the deuces when we uh, drafted Alvin. But you know if if I think it was Alvin, but if if uh, if Twitter existed when we drafted Deuce, Ricky Williams would have been like, no, Reggie did it for uh, Ingram. Ingram. Ingram, that's right, right. I jumped long jump before coming. Man, I'll say this though, Deuce. Deuce was an absolute freak of nature coming out of Ole Miss. You know, I think he was six uh, one and some change at the combine, about two hundred twenty pounds, and he ran like a. Four three eight four four. No, four yeah, three eight. Yeah. God, I know he's fast, size, but he was fast as hell, man. At two thirty, at two, and he got up to about two thirty, two thirty five with the Saints. He was I, the one thing I remember about Deuce is that he ran so deceptively. It looked like oh, his, it was it was he looked he was Clydesdale. <laughs> he looked like, it looked he was like his legs were, motion, were hardly was, moving, but he was beating. Them. It's a shame he had all the injuries. He yeah, had because yeah. he was he was a NFL Hall of Famer talent that. Just too many injuries. He still had yeah. over six thousand rushing yards. I think he had fifty plus touchdowns. Yeah. His career was still really good, but it was going to be. It would have been all time good I, I, without injuries. He's the best running back in Saints history. Uh, but and I don't want to discount Reggie because of Reggie's the the one player who changed the narrative for the Saints. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't even Drew that year when he got signed. When Reggie got drafted, the stadium sold out. Yeah. The fans went crazy. Everyone bought in on the Saints, and the Breeze, Reggie, Peyton era started, and that's what we lived for 15 years, yeah. where we were top of the league almost every year. We had some down years, but like we were always competitive for that 15 years, and yeah. I don't yeah. want to discount what he did for the, for the fans coming out of Katrina and all that. It was more Reggie than it was Breeze, and Agreed. I think Breeze gets all the credit for that, but... The hype behind Reggie was so big, we immediately sold out season tickets the day of the draft. When he, People were lined up on Airline Highway. Yeah, man. I've, I've never been so excited for a draft pick. I think I spent that entire <laughs> time period after the draft in April, late April, early May, from pretty much then until training camp. I did nothing but watch Reggie Bush highlight 
videos. Yeah. I mean, YouTube. how could you not? It was like he was ours. He was like the best Christmas gift under the tree. Oh my god! We couldn't believe he wasn't picked it, first. I, he I, came. I, to, look, Mario Williams got picked, and if, we got ready. Honest, I was nervous as shit that we still weren't going to draft him. They I was waiting for the AJ Saints. Hawk, yeah, I was waiting crazy. for the Saints to do Saints things and be like, uh, yeah, you know what, Texans, we have questions too, or, or trade back or do something. And look, he did know, not live up to the number pick, number two pick no, in the draft well, at all. Well, but he transformed. He transformed act. the Saints franchise. There's I, no question about it. Yeah, yeah, I think whether he lived up in full is a topic for probably two whole episodes. But I will say, I think what helped the notion that you're talking about, Nick, is that he had enough games in his rookie year. I mean, granted, he had some duds in his rookie year. But um, we saw him as an NFL rookie do things to NFL defenses that he did to Fresno State at times. Not every game, but there were moments, there were flashes where... He, I remember that he did NFC the thing we thought game. he was going to do this Bears? against the Bears, where he catches <laughs> that wheel route, Exhibit A, Exhibit A, and I thought we won that. I'm like, we're going to win this game. Well, we were I going so. nuts. At I mean, when, when he was waving bye bye to Brian Urlacher, it's like, <laughs> Nick, how, how nuts were we going in River Ridge? I thought we had it. Oh, I really did. Uh, and had yeah. we gone to that Super Bowl, I think they played Peyton. That was his first Super Bowl victory yeah. after that. And the Bears weren't a good enough team to even compete in that game, really. That was you know, Rex, Rex Grossman. Grossman. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Hester, though. He ran back the opening kickoff, the opening and kickoff. then they got blown out the building. When you're a Super Bowl team and your best player is the punt returner? Right. Well, they were injured. They had lost to be so fair, many the best starters. kick slash punt returner. Ever. The best ever. Sure. But the, they had lost so many starters team. where going into the Super Bowl, they had no chance. We would have had a much better chance of at least competing in that. And... I really thought we were going to win that game in the weather, and we just faded in the fourth yeah, quarter. Right. But. So let's reset. We're on running backs. I've got Deuce Camara. You've got Deuce and Camara. Deuce Camara. Nick, you've got. I don't think it's close. It's Deuce. Yeah, it's not okay. close. It's not All right. Close. So I think we have one position between running back and wide receiver. It's that would be so we'll the fullback. To you. What you got? We call this the Corey position. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Al Bundy. I mean, I. Did uh, play that position in high school, uh, which is incredible. Polkai. Incredibly important to this podcast. But uh, <laughs> look, it's Lawrence O'Neill. It just is. I think he's. I'm with you on that. Uh, no, Lawrence O'Neill, animal, absolute animal. In and terms of what a. Saints was short. In terms yeah, of what that, a fullback I think that's truly, the one knock against him. Truly does. He's. The guy. No, but but the one knock is his time here was like three years. His time here was short, and uh, so it, it, that that being look, said, every other uh, fullback in Saints look, history that was a good look, one was only like three years. Yeah, I mean like John Kuhn. Mike I mean, Carney came from came John from Green Kuhn. Bay, or like Heath Evans went. Heath from, Evans. Uh, Heath Evans had a good run. Mike Carney Terrell had a good Smith. run. Terrell Smith had a good run. Oh yeah, uh, Terrell Smith. Yeah, he was. He was Terrell awesome. Smith was a beast. Yeah. Dude. I think yeah. if you if you're just framing it as a saint, they were all number forty four too. Crazy enough. Yeah, that's a good Evans, number. Evan Smith, Carney. and uh, the Super Bowl that we won was McCluskey. McCluskey yeah, was not a fullback, but, <laughs> but it, it as a saint that wasn't his best years. Obviously, his best years were blocking for Ladainian Thompson yeah. and and being an All Pro, All Decade Team player, um, but. Yeah, I agree. We haven't had a long, tenured, no long tenured fullback here. Yeah. 
yeah. that you could say Lorenzo Neal was the best fullback. Bro, it's all it's all machine. shooting stars. Like these guys that, that that they shone bright for two or three seasons, and that was it. Well, and like yeah. sadly for me personally, given you know my time as a fullback between the years of 2001 and 2004. Wait, you played fullback at Jesuit High School? Yes. What number? Thirty-one. Chris Banjo? Who else was 31? <laughs> uh, I don't, well, Banjo was 31 for a minute. Um, I think our new draft pick's 31. George Howden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that said, you so know. So he's probably I, the I best. I, I don't think played... we're going to see another. Um, Did think, he play three you know, the or fullback. four years? I know we carry one. I know Carmichael likes it. I know Peyton always loves a fullback. Right now our fullback's Adam Prentice. He probably doesn't make the team. I mean, well, we're going to keep a fullback. I think. I don't think Carmichael I don't know, lives. Man. I don't Do think you know. keep a fullback with Jamal Williams? That's the question. Because yes. you've got a thumper. Because I don't think and it, he played with Aaron Jones in a fullback role multiple times. Yeah, I don't think he's Green a Bay. I'm not saying he's a true fullback. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he is either. But I'm saying that. Well, that's a different topic. If if Carmichael truly is the Peyton successor, he's keeping a fullback. There will be a fullback. <laughs> um, I think that's fair. But well, let's, but let's, I, let's my, point, my, my point is, yeah. Back to it. I think your debate long, long done are the days of where any fullback stays on any team for more than a year or two. Those yeah. days are done. They the debate are. for the Saints all-time fullback is, I think, between Carney and Lorenzo. Lorenzo, if you look at their career in total, is a far better player than than Carney. But Carney, while he was right. a Saint with Breeze and the stuff they would do with him. He was a very good player for three or four yeah. years here. Yeah, the, the same. But Lorenzo yeah, Neal is going, the, is the best player for the era. For yeah. the boy era, I'm going Carney. Yeah, because the Saint career versus NFL career is a whole different topic. Yeah, it's a whole I mean, different topic. Carney I've made did my nothing thoughts, after he left the yeah, Saints. I've nothing. made my thoughts clear right. on Lorenzo on his NFL career. To y'all off air, like that. <laughs> okay, is, my, my vote. I Carney. put him way I'm going Lorenzo had the best career as a football player. As a Saint, I think there's a big case to be Carney. made for Mike Carney. Yeah. yeah. As as a saint, yeah, agree. I'm gonna go with Lorenzo, but I agree with y'all on Carney. He's he's hard to. It's it's a tough call, but I gotta go. True fullback, Lorenzo. All right, cool. Uh, Let's move on to wide receiver. This one, I think there's a few obvious. I'm gonna let y'all go first because I'll, I'll go first. I'm, I'll go I first. think Just it's to pretty refresh. easy. Are we going with two or three on this? We're going three. three. We're going three. three. Okay. I think I'll it's easy. First. Joe Horn, absolutely. That's a good one. Is one of them. I'm going to go Marcus Colston, and then I'm going to say, on the strength of the start of his career, we're going to go Michael Thomas. I'm going with those three. Okay. I'm definitely with you on two of those. That being Marcus Who's the one you're not with me on? Joe Horn. Oh, man. That's tough. And it is tough because... To me, Joe's the slam dunk of the three. No. I think Marcus is a slam dunk of the three. Marcus has the best stats as a Saint. And he's got the Yeah, but I never felt like Marcus was as good as Michael Thomas in his prime or Joe Horn is. Well, because that's the nature of his game. He never never made a Pro Bowl. Remember, we're going off Apex Mountain here. We're going off the peak of their powers. And at the peak of their powers, I don't think Colson was as good as either of those two. He was, Michael Thomas, by far, peak of powers is the best one. I think wide receiver is a position where you can have the most variety of skills, the most variety of strengths. and But just remember, parameters. 
peak of their power. Yeah, no, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, like imagine them. He at their still best makes, but that's what I'm saying. Like peak of powers. Well, in three, like, yeah, in the three three receiver set. The peak yeah. of powers. He's still the all-time touchdown leader, the, correct? <laughs> for the Saints. Yeah, but that's more of like we're a, talking peak power Saints, right? Like, but peak as in best individual season, like at their at their apex, like their best season in their prime. Who their was prime. the most dynamic? It wasn't Colson. But here's. Uh, well, Colson's best season his best. is, not is as good for as sure Horns. top three. No question. It's about not it. as good as Joe Horns or Michael Thomas's. No, Michael Thomas is, to me, is the best you one. Said, he said he Powers, Thomas is number one. Yeah. By, by a mile. Yeah. By a mile. This yeah. isn't yeah. close. Yeah. Joe Horns but, second, dude. 1,400 yards? Well, in the, in the uh, late 90s, Aaron Brooks. 2000s? He had a great year. I, I agree. His, his peak year was probably the best year. Um,. I'm pulling up Joe Horn. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me. Colson had multiple ten touchdown seasons, let multiple twelve hundred yard seasons. Let me re- regroup on this. I Are mean, we sure? Peak I'm of, pretty sure. Peak of powers. We're going to look. Hold regardless on. of stats, for me, it's what. What was that guy doing on the field? Okay, time out. At time the out. time, allow me to interrupt yeah. real quick. Colston, twelve hundred yard seasons. How many? Two. One. Twelve oh two. So that's peak of powers. Okay, so Pika Powers is 98, 12.3 per catch, 11 touchdowns. 11 Double-digit touchdowns. How many times? Two. Two. Okay. So longevity, he has everybody beat. Easy. How many thousand-yard seasons? Seven? Six? Six, seven? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. That's huge. No, that's big. <laughs> and he had 200, 900-yard seasons. Okay, so Look, let's, eight seasons Longevity, without question, he has everyone beat. Yeah. I'll make it simple here. I'm putting Colson on my list because when he was at the peak of his powers, if a ball was thrown anywhere around him, he ended up with it. And not by a struggle, most not of the by time. some miraculous catch, but sure, most of the time. I mean, it wasn't a, yeah, nothing's right. a 100%. He had but, a couple of crucial fumbles in he, his career. But I'm talking about a pass catcher. Like, he had a way of framing his body. He was just so polished as a receiver that. He just exuded confidence that if a if if he ran the right route, he's getting. It was like a run play to him. Okay, almost. that's fine. He's like the like most hand, consistent with the he, most he, longevity. He gave you a twelve yard handoff every time he went out for a Put time out. So we just said one twelve hundred yard season. So Joe Horn with the Saints first season thirteen forty eight touchdowns. I remember that he was second came, season twelve sixty five nine. For five years, Joe Horn was exceptional. Third season, 13-12-7. Next season, 9-73-10. Next season, 13-99-11. For that five-year period, Joe Horn was better than anything Colston put up. Agree. Sure. Except Statistic- we weren't st- a winning team for the most Statistically, sure. Yes. Uh, we won the, uh, the first ever playoff game one of his years. We did. And then so We were his- throwing that rock Oh, Otherwise, it was pretty bad. Okay, but I think it's pretty inarguable that those are the three top guys. If you're picking three, those are the three. It's but you gotta at least consider Eric Martin. That was you, that was, to. you took the words out of my mouth. But I don't know that I put I put him four. Eric Martin obviously does not supersede Joe Horn statistically, but in terms of but it's the a different era too. of a football player yeah. in his era, you know. Without Eric Martin, we're not even sniffing the playoffs with Bobby Abier. Eric Martin was that, like, because like you said, we were a run-heavy, defense-heavy, dome patrol. 
This was third down and seven. Eric Martin working underneath like that was an like, incredible player. To yeah. me, he's the clear cut number four, but he had over 70 catches only once in his career. But it's a different era. But, yeah. I understand that. And we grew up in that era. Like but Jim at the same Moore point, he's the number four. Have, and like his 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 time there was it was always third and six. You know, you I remember? Know, I know, I know. I know. It was awful. But Nick, you're this not is, putting him over the other three. This is a terrible take, but I mean, it comes to mind like I don't even know if Jerry Rice could have a hundred receptions under Jim Moore. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. He he probably wouldn't have had, but he still would have Stop. fucking dominated. Stop. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one alone. <laughs> Just low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to say a, a fucking okay, word. He, he would, no, let's he, be clear. In the 80s, no one had no, 100 catches. He would have. He would have. Understood. You, nobody. But people had 60, 70, 80. He would have. 80 looked, was the okay, thing. Okay. Go look up Jerry Rice in the 80s. I bet you his catches are around 80. <laughs> yeah, like 14, okay. 14, 50. Yeah, like 17 a catch. Yeah, I get but, it. But okay, Jerry Rice. Look, to me, Eric had. Martin is a clear-cut number four on the list. I can't put him ahead of the other ones. I don't care what the I could the put him ahead of Joe Horn. I could put him ahead of Joe Horn. No, no, no shot, no shot. Joe Horn was, Joe Horn. We signed him from Kansas City. That was a steal, and he went well. That bananas. was still. I agree. I agree. Cool. He went bananas for five seasons. He did. He did. But we're talking peak of powers. Yeah, Joe Horn. His peak close. of power. His peak have, of look, powers. We hey, is, we don't have to agree. I'm just saying. His peak of powers. His is peak higher. of powers is bigger Louis than bad, Eric Martin's peak ass. of powers. Yeah, Eric Martin. I love just Eric Martin. The tough catches. Like I love them no, because no, like, I love them. He made so the I, hardest catches all the That's the, the thing. Time. I, I give him I give him the uh you know degree of difficulty factor that you know like the Olympics Who judges has, give. That's Eric fine. Martin, I'm taking Joe Moore, Joe Horn over Eric Martin. I'm sorry. That's fine. In you their best year, I mean best year, it's it's Horn. Over a career, I, who had more yards in their career? Horn. By how? It has been not, not much, but I think Horn. I think the records it's that close, Colston, bro. Whatever Colston broke was Horn's record. Now right? remember Horn did nothing for the first 3 years. Right. Nothing. Okay. Well, he was like the deep ball guy. He was in the, Kansas City. the number four in Kansas City. Yeah, they completely misused him. But what like Colston ended up his career around ninety five hundred. I think Eric Martin made it over eight thousand. What did Horn, what did Horn finish with? Uh, let's see. A lot. I want to say Eric Martin had close to fifty touchdowns because he had the touchdown record for the Saints for years. Okay, Eric Martin had eighty one sixty one forty nine touchdowns. Forty nine. There you go. And that was a record for a long time for the Saints. Wait, career? Joe Horn had 87-44, 58 touchdowns. So right around the same. Different era. Different era, that's fine. But remember, Joe Horn did nothing for his first basically four years. True. Right. That's not not a benefit, though. Yeah, but I mean, he was misused. (laughs) So let's bring it back home. Three is Thomas. Number two is... No, Thomas is one. No, Thomas is one. Clear cut number one. For me, Colston is clear cut two. Okay. I'm going Thomas, Horn, Colston, Martin. We'll throw out the bonus fourth on this one. (laughs) Okay. I think having Horn above Colston is crazy. Colston was involved in like great teams. I think Breeze made Colston more than... Maybe. Uh, that, Horn that, had nobody. That takes, two, hey, takes two to ten. Breeze, Breeze made Colston more but than... But we had a team who was just chucking the ball out over the field with Horn, too. Like, we <laughs> didn't give a damn. <laughs> Aaron we, weren't about, we weren't about Pretty winning. sure I saw Aaron Brooks close his hey, eyes man. and throw it AB, once or twice. Breeze, like, I'm bumping Horn up a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going Thomas one, Colston two. Yeah, my third's Eric Martin. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Horn, but I think that's much closer than people. No, think. it's close. It is close. Eric Martin. I think if, if, they, if we're going four, Horn will if we're be my special. Four, the consensus top four is pretty. Yeah, pretty, they're running. Yeah, they're on Shotgun Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Horn cool. In All the right. '80s, Eric Martin was a legit. He made a Pro Bowl too, I believe. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. Yeah. Horn made multiple. I think. Sure. Uh, Thomas has been multiple All Pro. Obviously, offensive player of the Thomas year. Thomas at his peak. That's a step above. Yeah. The, Everybody the, else. The book Colson yet, never yeah. made a Pro Bowl, never made an All-Pro. That's yeah. criminal. But, all right, so what's the next position on our Tight list? end. So this one's going to be fun. Corey, you start us off. No, no. I want to hear what he says first. This is fun. Oh, man. It's all easy. Right. All right. It's, it's honestly easy. easy. It's the easiest it's position It's the easiest on the one team. we have. We'll see if he hits it. Y'all say that. Y'all say that. We'll see if he gets it. John Tice. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know who John Tice they, is. Come on. Yeah, no, he... Played for us before he coached the Ernie Comwell. Um, who was the one? Uh, you know, I, I was a big fan of David Thomas. All right, come on. You did um, like David You do Thomas. like David Thomas. I love a David Thomas. I mean, uh, wouldn't have won the Super Bowl without him. Shout out David Thomas. Um, God damn it. This is low-hanging fruit, bro. I want to go with Jimmy. It's well, Jimmy. you have to. It's not even close. Now, honorable mention to Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. Because if, if you are talking Apex... I think there's an argument to be made what Shockey did versus that's, what that's Graham did. That's what I'm saying, because like, we're talking Apex. Like, Shockey could block his ass off, and that dude could catch the ball could, like nobody else. He could run after the catch. He could do literally everything. No, he, agreed. Like agreed. He blocked out like Shaq on a but, football field. But let's I keep mean, in mind, Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski were going back and forth. That stats. Yeah, that was historic. We are talking stats, but we all watched Jimmy. And we know Jimmy wasn't Rob Gronkowski. We no, all know Jimmy that. Couldn't I mean, block. Gronk is the greatest ever. Yeah, because that's what be when, I, when I think of tight ends, I think of guys that can do all of it. You know, and Jimmy Gronk, would the greatest. I look at right. it like we had what six years with Jimmy at and four years at an elite level. Shockey was a two years at an elite level. Shockey's a more balanced tight end. That's what I'm saying. Like he did both. He oh without he, question yeah. he yeah. held yeah. up edge blocks. Yeah. That Jimmy could never even sniff. But again, if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, which one are you taking? I'm Shockey. taking Jeremy. Are you really? Shockey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. To win a Super Bowl, I'm taking Jeremy because yes, Jimmy. So was that's my answer. Shockey. So de- so I'm deficient. I'm saying Jimmy, but it's close. So deficient in the run game that look, Jimmy was on a losing teams with yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, dude. This one's tough. It is. This one's tough. That's why, yeah, yeah, you're opening up like you go first. It's blowing in fruit. You got it, dude. But, but no, again, right. it's tough. No, no. I think no, with the Saints. Up good points. I think with the Saints, Jeremy only had two seasons where I feel like he was that guy. Yeah. We Jimmy got him s- at the exact right time. Yeah. Because I think there's an argument to be made that if he doesn't have the years he had under, what was it, Cowler in, in, in New York? New York, yeah. Not Cowler. Coughlin. Um, Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. Coughlin. Yeah. Um, if he didn't have the. Because he fucking hated that guy. So if he didn't have that, where he was like, I saw the bad. I saw where I was. Uh, he was the sexy draft pick out of Miami and New York. If he didn't have that bad experience, where everyone just said, you're a bad dude just because you're a bad dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean. Because you're partying. Like, Let's he be He had tattoos and played for the Giants. <laughs> so like he was labeled a bad dude. Um, he comes to us and finds an offense where he can just go ham. He does. But he also blocks. So like... W- 
It's, look, it's tough. I mean, we had him Shaq at the right time. Shaq is a better overall player. Yeah. If I'm, I'm going be- Jimmy just for the the, the, the extra. But we're to the Jimmy one. It's hard to argue with, though. It's hard, dude. Do you want I mean, a true tight end or do you want a Kelsey I'm going to tell you right now, if Jimmy played his whole career in New Orleans, he's one, he might be the greatest tight end ever stats-wise. Receiving. Receiving tight end. Receiving stats-wise. Which is what gets the attention. The problem is the he had to be a little bitch. And try to be a wide receiver with his contract negotiated. Yeah, he got cute. I think the agent. Yeah, the agent. You know, we dumped him. him. Let's be honest. We got rid of him. We paid him too much. We realized it, and we got rid yeah. of him. We got Max and Unger. That was the right move. We got Max Unger. We were a better team because of it. We had a good year out of Max Unger. A good three. couple of years. Yeah, three. And he would. Oh, I'm thinking oh, of Kruitz. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Kruitz. Kruitz showed up and like. And he, no, he retired. Kruitz had nothing to do with that. Yeah, trade. yeah, that yeah. was Unger. That was Unger. But yeah. Uh, we'll get to that later, but maybe the best center in Saints history, Unger, even though it was only three years, I think. But I got others. I, I, Jimmy stats are the best. The best player at it's tight shocking. end for the Saints is Jeremy Shock. But if you're going the most dynamic player at their apex, God fuck. Is but if I had Breeze, give me, give me. Uh, maybe right. so, yeah. maybe so. But you're talking about roster construction, right? Are, and yeah, they, then you just yeah, have to I'm make a decision. Dynamic weapon. Well, here's here's the thing. I I always say, you know, I've, I've I've talked about this before when I'm like, when I give you the insanely hot take of like, yeah, I don't know what I think about Caleb Williams. And the reason for that is that NFL quarterbacks and Breeze proved it. We all witnessed it. They get the ball out quick. The best. That's why so many unknown college QBs from D two exceed in the NFL because they have a strong arm and they're accurate and they can figure out how to get the ball out in less than two and a half seconds, they win or they succeed. And Jimmy Graham helped you do that. I'm going to put it this way. You know, and so that's why it's hard just to not pick him. I agree, but I disagree. he helps you get the ball out quick. Jimmy Graham needed a great quarterback. Yeah, agreed. Jeremy Shocker could make a difference regardless. But... The Jimmy combination. Graham left. Jimmy Graham was never the guy. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, he, but the combination of Breeze, which we already with, established as our quarterback, with Graham, to me, I mean, man, that's tough. Well, but the Breeze team to win the championship had Jeremy. I'll Shockey. say this. I mean, right? what pass catcher, regardless of position, running back, wide receiver, tight end, that left the throwing arm of Drew Brees? Maybe besides Reggie, none of them did have a good career. Yeah, none of them. No one, you can't no name one equaled one. what they did here. You can't name No, no. I mean, you can go Vance under Bree, Moore, with Breeze, no. Jimmy, yeah, no one, Willie no one Sneed. It. I mean, but that all was of them. that was the Loomis philosophy: give him nothing and let him make everybody better, and then try and support the roster everywhere else with all the money. So, like without taking this, hey, that's what we the NFL did. fucking us. It works without Maybe, taking this yeah. being a Drew except Breeze we paid podcast, some people that we shouldn't. Have. That shows you even more the greatness of Breeze. Yeah, because like any receiver that left us became nothing. I think so. Anyway, let's let's, so we, let's move on to the offensive line. Yeah, we finished. So let's go receiver. offensive tackle. Wait, let's go tight end. For, well, we, we did finished tight end. tight end. We did tight end. Let's go Shockey offensive tackle. Shocky for me. So wait, we didn't finish it. You're going Graham. I'm going Graham. Y'all are going Shocky. I'm going to go. If we're building a roster, if we're talking about building the best Saints team to win a Super Bowl, I'm going Shocky. Okay. No, that's fair. It's a close argument. All right, offensive tackle. I think number one. Is easy. Yeah, no Willie one can Rove. debate it's Willie Rove. It's not even close. Number two. This one's tough. It's not. I, I think I know what you're going to say. Apex? Yeah. It's not close. You're going Ram? No. Going Tehran? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, fuck. Apex. Apex yeah, is you're to right. run. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, if we had Rofins around the same oh roster, my God, that's the two most the fuck athletic tackles. Like ever. I love Ramcheck, but at the peak, it's Tehran. Now yeah, Tehran right. has injury concerns. Who's been the better player? You can make a case for Ramcheck. Okay, no, you're right. You're right. That's but it. I that's think the it's answer. Tehran. It's Rofin, uh, Armstead, if healthy, Apex Mountain. That's it. The guard. We might have more debate. You want to go guard? Okay, I've got Carl Nix. Yeah, this one's easy, Apex. too. This me. one's easy. And Jari Evans. Jari is a Hall of Famer. It's easy. No doubt about it. Jari. So Paul Nix and Jari Evans. You're debating it's... Nix, and you're debating everybody else. You're debating... Uh, Paul Nix was Knicks. an animal. I mean, I, and he had Warford, a staff infection. Warford and Grubbs. Pause. But, we're, going, we're going Apex. It's definitely Nix if you're going Apex. And then His Evans. career here was short. Yeah. Four years. And then you've got, but the other guys that are in competition is also short. It's Warford. It's um, Evans. Yeah, Evans, bro. Evans is a, he's a Hall of Famer. Andrews Pete, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Evans, is, Evans is the Hall of Famer. We know this. You and I know this. Jari's a Hall part. of Famer. Jari's no, we're, Jari's out of the equation. It's yeah, number yeah, one. Jari's number one. Number yeah. two is what we're talking about. I think I think Cole Nix. His well, career. His, his, his it, career doesn't say that, but I well, think I agree. Career. We were talking about, but for I that peak, that peak. He was a fucking. Yeah. He was a three hundred and forty pound animal. He was like, get out of my way. Yeah. I loved him. I, I wish he wouldn't he have left. Pull. We he couldn't get, afford both of them. We so made that, the right choice, by the did, way. We picked Jari over Nick's. That was the right choice. And he probably yeah. got a staff infection and almost lost his leg. Yeah, and uh, mm. well, that's what happens when you All go right. to Tampa. So here's Tampa, the, Florida staff infection. The uh, so this one's tough. Top of the mountain, center, O line, center, center. For me, it's not. I think we're gonna have three different answers. This one's tough, dude. What you got, Nick? It's Unger. No one wants to say it. <laughs> it's if Max it's obvious, you say it. Yeah, it's Max Unger for me. Um, those teams should have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, the Unger, Max Unger team should have won a Super Bowl. Unger was kind of like a quarterback with the like before the quarterback and Breeze got the ball. Instantly, it worked. It was so good. Like we were instantly better on the offensive line when he got here. When we made that trade, the team got better. Who do you know that's friends with him? You y'all got to know him, right? Yeah, he was. I don't remember. He was one of his I, kids was in. One he of was my a man about class. town though. Like I, I, I remember seeing him out. Well, no, like, he and Mary. I think it would. Yeah, Mary and his wife. But Unger would go to uh, Fat Harry's like just to hang out a, a couple times. I remember. Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't there when he did it, but I, I just remember like he was. He quit he abruptly was, like, at a very young age too. But he, he was, was a very social. You, was, you're right. It's Unger. He was a social now dude. Think about it. Hilgenberg I mean, was the only one I could come up with. The only one I'm going. Hilgenberg was a great saint. The only one I'm debating, honestly, is McCoy. I think McCoy. I think McCoy well, ends up being the best one. Okay, but if we're talking peak of powers, but we're fu- yeah, I keep peak going of powers back. is Unger. I. Uh oh, Jeff Fain. Jeff, no, Red Eye Fain. Jeff Fain. Red Eye Fain. No, and I'm gonna tell you why. Jeff Fain and Latrell. <laughs> come out, come out, come out, come out, Coy. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. What do you say? LaCharles Bentley is a great one. Oh, That's shit. a good one. LaCharles Bentley. Oh, LaCharles. We love LaCharles. was the shit. We love uh, LaCharles. I just remember Fane being mean, but LaCharles just did everything right. So, time out. Time out. Fat, uh, let's let's rewind back to Bella Luna circa... Two, I love LaCharles, man. 2002, yeah, 2003. LaCharles La came in and staged in the kitchen yep. with Horst. He did. Because he was interested in being a uh, yep. chef down the road. Yeah. Oh, really? We met him. Okay. Cool as fuck. Badass player. First of all, 
Ohio State. Ohio yeah. State. Before Ohio State was our farm team. Yeah, maybe started. He was second team. round pick center. Yeah, Remember second round pick. pick, dude. That's a oh, that's a low key good call for uh, yeah. I liked I liked that the Charles. No, pick. He, the I Charles. The Charles stands out to me because I mean I remember. Fuck man, that's good. That's I think, real good. I think he, he was started, still there when Turley was there. Well, he started the and, modern. And we were like, holy crap, we yeah. got the meanest line on the planet. Oh, LaCharles is mean. Nick, I might be changing my pick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love LaCharles. That's tough. Um, I think the best player when it's me, all said and done. To me, LaCharles started McCoy's the, the, best one when the it's modern all day done. idea of the Saints having a anchor at center. Yeah. Because um, before him, it was really kind of... I love him. Oh, uh, God, Corey, thank I'm, you for bringing that up. I'm just going to say, awesome. I'm, st- I'm going to stick with Unger. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Unger because I feel like those teams were some... That three years, I think it was three years, were like some of the best yeah. Saints yeah. football ever. It's true. And he was a big part of it because that's the one thing we changed from those seven and nine teams with Graham. We flipped it. We traded for a center, got a first-round pick. We did, yeah, because Peyton hit a rut. People love to forget that. Yeah. Like, Peyton hit a Jeff Fisher-style rut. Three straight years, right? <laughs> seven and nine, we were. Yeah. One of them wasn't him. One well, of wasn't them wasn't him, but, like, it was... There was a, it was kind of like borderline inexcusable, and that trade is what flipped. Yeah, the and you know what? Script. Nick's, script. Nick's right. If we're if we're going the peak, it's uh it's Unger, but I think if we're projecting, it's going to be McCoy in the next two or three years. And yeah. LaCharles is a very close second. I'm going to keep LaCharles. Man, I, I love God, him. I love LaCharles. I'm glad. I'm so glad Corey I, brought him up. I can't believe y'all. That was a good but anyway. One. Yeah. But I'm sticking with Unger because I, I really think that f- the team instantly flipped. No, that's fair. That's fair. When we did that trade and got rid of Graham. You're not wrong. On. You're not wrong on that. No, you're not. You're right. I think you're spot on with that. All right, let's move on to defense. Let's go uh, defensive ends first. I think hmm. the first one's obvious. An obvious, easy call. We're going to go ahead and say Cam Jordan. Yeah. And if anyone here says anything otherwise, they'll kick the fuck off of this pod. <laughs> the second choice is going to be tough. So now. Okay, there's, okay. Time out. We have so to define for this, defensive end. For this argument, we're going to say right. Wayne Martin is going to qualify as a defensive end. We'll call him a defensive end for this argument. And we're going to say Ricky Jackson and Pat Swilling are outside linebackers. linebackers. They are linebackers. This as per Martin. them all making all pro and the pro bowl at linebackers as the Dome Patrol, they are linebackers. Then I don't think it's close. It's Cam and Wayne Martin. I agree. If he's a defensive end. Agree. Hmm. Now, I know Corey's thinking about Will Smith here. I am thinking about Will Smith. Honorable mention we'll go to Darren Howard, to be honest. Darren big, Howard was solid, man. Big he, powers. He, he, solid, but big I can't, powers. You can't. Wayne Martin was a beast. Wayne Martin was a man. Ronaldo Turnbull? I love no. Ronaldo Turnbull. Made all pro. Yeah, but he, was a, he was an outside linebacker. He was uh he took over for uh Swilling, Swilling when we traded him. He took over for yeah. Swilling, yeah. We traded him to Detroit, we drafted him on yeah. him wearing ninety seven. But he could have played DN. He was big he enough. He could have, but he was big technically he, he wore ninety seven, so it made you thought Yeah, but linebackers wear ninety seven. I love Turnbull. He had some great freaking years. Love him too. Like but Vista, technically like, like Vista resident. Technically defensive end. All right. Okay. So yeah, Cam won. Let's go Cam and Wayne Martin. What you got? Nick and I are on the I'm same going page. look, I'm going Will Smith. I mean Okay. It, I mean, it, the, Pika Powers. There's an argument Super Bowl he champ. Was, he was always a threat. I get it. He was always a threat to overpower with the, right. the tackle. So, Defensive yeah. tackle. I'm going to throw out the first one. It's an easy Leroy one. Leroy Glover. Yeah. yeah. Peak of his powers. Yeah. It's not close. He's he's a borderline Hall of Famer. He was. He never won Defensive Player of the Year, but he was he's all pro so with us. So good. So good. And then he went to the Cowboys and, and had yeah. 16 sacks. The Raiders, too, right? Yeah. So his, six, he's had a great career. So the second one's tough, dude. 
This well, when you put Wayne Martin in the DE, yeah, it, it made D tough. tackle very hard. Um, Frank, you're Wilkes. you're like Jim Wilkes. <laughs> Jim Wilkes, that's what. It's Norman oh, Frank Warren. Frank Warren, yeah. both of them, right? They're both DTs, right? Yeah. I'm not talking Norman about Hand. Norman Hand. But that was short, and eh, he, Bro, he was awesome. He was that never year. That, great. That's the Jim Hazlitt fucking uh, playoff year. Yeah, I'm not going with that, dude. That front four got us where we got that year. I would go on Yamada before I go Hand. Oh, no. Wow. No. I would. That's Norman Hand. Was, <laughs> Norman Hand. You're overrating Norman Hand. Norman Hand was just fat. For what he was? I loved him. He's a big fat guy. But Well, yeah. the reality is when you, if you put Wayne Martin at defensive end, that second defensive tackle is tough. It's right. tough, bro. Because Wayne Martin is the second best defensive tackle for the Saints. Because yeah. he played that He's also that the second often. best defensive end. Right. So, okay, let's say this. If you put Wayne Martin at defensive tackle... Who's your other DE? Who's your other DE? Probably Will Smith. Probably Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. I let's think do that. Cor- let's, let's call Wayne Martin defensive tackle. Okay. We'll we'll slot, and then we can slide in Will Smith. Because okay. Will Smith probably deserves that. Yeah, he does. Honorable mention. Right. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Nah, well, he's, he's outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. Charles yeah, yeah. Grant for two years. Apex oh, was Chuck really Grant. good. Go dogs. For two years, Charles Grant, Grant was, was fun, legit. Dude. And then he fell off a cliff. But he yeah. was a really good player. For he, was. he was. Side, side story. He and I went to the game in Indianapolis 2007. Seven. Opening game. Ran into Charles Grant at Shake Shack. <laughs> no, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. Seven hours before the game. Oh, God. We got a picture with him, so there's documented proof. He had three double cheeseburgers. I was about to say, fire. what? This is what why did he, he order. And yeah. we're like, he had just signed that sixty million dollar deal, and I'm oh, like, Jesus. oh, we fucked up. <laughs> let's just say he didn't have a good game. No. All right, so let's move on to linebacker. This should be easy. The Dome Patrol. Easy? No. This is come not on, easy on, at all. To me, this is the hardest position. Okay. Because we've had a bunch of great so, ones. No, here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna go first. We have well, we, we two of them. I've got Ricky Jackson. First and foremost, yeah, I've got Demario Davis. That's not your two. Mills is your two. He's a Hall of Famer. Come out. Hold on. Ricky Jackson, <laughs> Demario Davis, John Vilmo, Sam Mills. That's my four. So you left out the only defensive player of the year of the Saints history, and you're talking Apex. He's the only defensive player of the year we've ever had. Hey, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Well, but dude. if you, but look, if that's no, your call, tough. that's your call. Uh, I'm not knocking any of your picks. Okay. I'm I am just not, saying. I am not taking Ricky off, and I'm not. I'm taking, not taking. Ricky I am off. not taking Sam Mills off. Me neither. So those two are locked in stone. I am putting Demario Davis. And I am Sam too. Mills in. I am too. So I'm leaving so, off. Yeah. Forward. Fuck it. Awards. You're going Vilma over Swilling for your last spot. Yes. Without question. Hmm. Apex leadership, every all of it. But Doma, you got I'm leadership. Over you got it. You got Sam Mills on your roster. I'm t- We're talking Apex. I want those two in the middle. And I want Demario at weak side. I want Ricky at strong side, and I want Vilma and Mills in the middle. Dude, fuck with that lineup. You can't. If you're you running can't. a three-four and you don't want Pat Swilling, Apex Pat Swilling, you're insane. I if know, you're running three-four, yeah. but it's tough. Uh, I know it's tough. I know it's tough. It is. It's tough. It really no, is. it's the hard. It's the hardest. It's the hardest debate. It's the hardest. Give spot. me because um, there's Turnbull there, who was an All Pro. Ah, but that was like one or two years. I get it, but he but, was an All Pro. That's, that's far too his powers. Yeah, I'm not taking him over any of them. What's crazy is that as good. Vilma as Vilma was never All Pro with us. It's fine. I'm, I'm just take, saying. I'm not taking Turnbull over any of them. But 
I watched Vilma in the Super Bowl year. I'm not taking We're him. We're talking away. Apex. Awards be what they are. What's Again, crazy I'm, about that is that like Turnbull, even at his best, could be number six on all of these guys. I watched Vilma the Super Bowl year. I am not taking Ronaldo Turnbull over him in any way. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. I wouldn't either. I'm just saying. If we're talking it's, Apex. But it's perfect, though. Like, as per Roman saying that uh, DeMario slides in better as a weak side, DeMario's a weak side. Uh, Real we got quick. our two middles in a 3-4, and then we got our fucking strong side. If when, you're uh, talking Apex, if that's the criteria, you can't leave off the best individual season in the history of the Saints. 17 sacks. I know. Whew. Best defensive player in the league. I'm that leaving year. it off. You can't. You, can. no, you can't. Dude, it's tough. I can, and I'm doing it. Because it's tough. because that's literally what we're doing on this podcast episode. But that's it, not Apex, is all I'm saying. But it is compared also, to. I mean, I'm not know, going off like, of strictly stats. I'm going off of everything else. DPOY could be also four year all pro. Four year all pro though. Let's arguably, not, let's like, not say it's a like, one year one. The DPOY of one year could arguably be less talented than the third best in DPOY three years later. True, yeah, like, but it, a four-year string all of all equal. pros. I am slotting Demario at weak, Ricky is strong side. So that leaves me with two middles. I'm going Velma and Mills. I'm not putting. Spiller I don't know that I'm really like giving them positions. I just want the best players. Yeah, if we're going, you, you have to four, give them positions because you're not I'll putting put, four outside linebackers. I'll be honest with you. I'm maybe, gonna put, look, maybe I'm gonna I put think, Ricky and Swilling on the outside, and I'm gonna put. Demario and Mills on the inside. Look, that's you, what you, I'm doing. You mentioned Al Bundy that's earlier. You didn't say there couldn't be any Coach Corey in this, okay? So if and I, I love. I, got, I think I got four guys that can just got? ball out. Who you got? Who you then got? I'm going to go with Ricky. Yeah, I'm going to go with Swilling, and give me Vilma and Demario. Yeah, give me those four guys. Vilma. So you're throwing out just Mills. You ball out. Out. Mills. Oh my! I know God. I did. Throwing I out a Hall of Famer. I know I did. Uh, I mean, I cannot throw out the field mouse. I can't. I don't. Want I will to, throw look, swelling out. I wish I didn't out. have to. Hey, so everybody's like, different on this one. It, that one I mean, I'm taking the two pass rushers. It hurts me. To. Look, it hurts me to, to leave the out the field mouse. Guys in the middle. It does because I, I love Sam Mills. I love him with a passion, but I'm just. See, this is it, great though. If I can, but if I if I can have Vilma and Demario on the field at the same time with Ricky Jackson and Pat Swilling, holy shit. See, I think the only debate is, do I you mean, want DeMario or do you want Vilma? That's where it comes down to for me. I want them both. Um, I want them both. I went DeMario. I think you're splitting hairs. I, I want. I, I can't leave Mills out. He's a whole no, thing. But I agree with Max is positionally, like, ideally, you know, you have... DeMario's a good pass a four, rusher. three. You've got Vilma well, and Mike. Four. DeMario weak side. If DeMario we're taking four will. linebackers, we're a three, four. I know, yeah. I know. We're doing four linebackers, but I'm just saying, like, Ideally, this whole ranking shit aside, if you're running a, th- a four three, and you've got Vilma at your mic, and Demario at your will, and then I don't even give a shit who it is at your Sam. Goodbye, like to whoever's trying to. It's a great debate. There's no <laughs> I mean, wrong answer. Honestly, whoever's trying to run against you or pass against you. I mean, Look, like I love that we have three different opinions. On. Here's Goodbye. how I'm looking at it: You're running a three-four. You need four linebackers. To me, the outside linebackers have to be able to run the pass, rush the passer. The two best pass rushing linebackers we've ever had: Ricky and Pat. Yeah, Ricky and Pat, no question. Yeah. From there, the best two in the middle that you would want. I think Vilma that's the, the debate. Is it Demario, Vilma, Mills? If I got to pick two, two mics, then I'm going with Vilma and Sam. Mills is one of them. But, I just don't know who the other one is. But if I'm going with like the four best overall, then I 
There's no wrong answer. They're all awesome. No, I, know, I know, but it, it's kind of. And look, it's a fun debate. It's yeah. a fun debate. Yeah. That I, one's tough, man. That one's real tough. Yeah. I just can't leave. Well, look, we got three. We got three different answers. And Vilma, there's nothing wrong with any of them. Vilma wasn't an all pro here. He was a great guy, great God. player, great Nick leader. Likes his awards, I'm noticing. Well, Nick likes his all pros and his. Well, that, I mean, those are big. <laughs> he likes the tangible shit. It's fun. I they, don't talk. Uh, I don't well, talk they that matter much. for seasons. I get you. I can look past Pro Bowl. All pro is legit. No, all pro is all yeah, pro is legit. There's never um, been a fan voting component of that. Yeah, you got to get the fans out of it. Yeah, um, right, the fans shouldn't vote. We're they're all great. I'm not going to knock it. I'll also say the shortest of those careers is Vilma. So for me, if you're talking about Saints apex, he had the shortest career. Those guys had like real much longer sustained great careers. I'm taking those four instead. Man, I'm going Vilma Super Bowl year. He was out yeah. of his fucking mind. And that's vo- that's voting with the Super Bowl, and I get it. It's okay. the only time Steve we won. Out of his mind. The whole idea of like it, they call the the greatest field general QB ever, Peyton Manning, and then Vilma's counteracting him with like audibles yeah. on his own. I mean, I mean Vilma that, was the fucking that was like. But look, it, look, it's a great debate. All three of us have an argument for our cases, and we went through different ways. It's fine. And we're all right. Nah, look, <laughs> we all have a case to be right. We didn't go that far off. We all had no, three no. the yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's slide on okay. to uh, cornerback. DBs. So corner, I'll go ahead and throw out Lattimore already. He already is one of the top two corners in Saints history. No yep. question. He's the best in Saints history no by a wide there. margin. So number two, I'm going to slide over to Nick. What you got? I don't want to go first on this one. <laughs> this one's tough, dude. Because I want to see who y'all say. All right, I'm going to start off with there's an argument for hmm. Eric Allen. Yeah. There's an argument for... Do I throw out Johnny Poe for Nick? No, I'm not. No, Come on, absolutely not. any good. Uh, Jesus, Mike McKenzie? Alex That's Morgan. my number two. That's Yeah, dude, I think that's Mike McKenzie's my number two. Mike McKenzie was a bad dude. I think, okay, I think I'm now, there. Peak of um, Powers here. Peak there's powers. one more. Peak of Powers here. No, I think I'm I think I'm with Mike McKenzie. The dude from the Bills we saw. Wait. Wait, wait. Oh, fuck. Jabari, Jabari Greer. Greer. Jabari. That dude was a bad Jabari dude passed, for two years. Till he hurt his knee. Look, that dude was a bad I dude. I think Remember? McKenzie outshines him. No, this is a very, I take McKenzie. A very quick blip in time. Don't say for White Thomas. Delvin Bro. No. Get the fuck out of here. Come no. on. Very quick blip in time. No. He locked. Look, no. there was a time where he locked people down. No, he did. There was. No, he didn't. Come on. There was. No. But he's not bad. He than lost the his. He lost his fucking light. He was all running around like. Well, that this. was towards the end. But there was Oshner a point in time where no, like he wasn't. He <laughs> wasn't. Mike McKenzie, Jabari Greer. I love Jabari Greer. All I'm were to... better than Delvin Bro at any point. No, I, I look. I, I still put. I'm going to say one thing Delvin, though. But We've, I'm saying there was a time where Delvin say was. Fred Thomas. Was, do not say Fred no, Thomas. But we we we're of a certain Porter? generation where we're no. not even considering the old time dudes. There's don't say Tor Cook. No, no, no. I'm not. At all. I'm not Let's saying anyone corner? in particular. Safety. Johnny Poe. But like we Johnny didn't mention corner. Doug Atkins. He made the Hall of Fame in the NFL. There, there's players who played well, we for didn't the mention Saints. Him, well, we could didn't Doug Atkins guard right. DeAndre That's Hopkins? That's what I'm saying. Could he so guard like, DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know the corners from the 70s and 60s is all I'm saying. Yeah, in, so apologies to any boomers out there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like we Nick, sucked. Nick's dad. Mike, yeah. calm down. You don't get you don't get an opinion when you don't win any games. So yeah. the, the 60s and 70s Saints, I'm just to me, it's, it's, it's Eric Allen or it's Mike McKenzie. It's Mike McKenzie. Eric Allen was a good player here. He was on the back end of his yeah, career I for think, sure. I think it's McKenzie because when when he showed up, it was a revelation. 
I mean, yeah. truly. I mean, we, did we he make in, a Pro Bowl with us? I think he did. I, I think he did. Yeah, we, we were in the cornerback wilderness for so long before that Super Bowl year, '06 year included. We uh, tried so hard. We tried we so hard. Alex like we just in and we just kept drafting. And I mean, we right, signed the dude right. from Indianapolis after he scored that touchdown on us in 2007. What Jason was that guy? David. Jason David. Yeah. God. Who, God. who turned out God. to be Fuck so him. bad. Yeah. We just we kept trying so hard. We and never it, hit yeah. on corner. And McKenzie was just uh, like, uh, yeah. There's no words. Like he he showed up and just said, "Hold on, I see what's happening here. I got you." And it worked. And then, you know, obviously Tracy Porter on the other side helped. Um, and, and it worked. And it worked. Porter's career here, pretty great. Porter's Never a great like, player. Porter's always in the echelon because of exactly what he did in the Super Bowl. Well, those like, and the championship game. It, that's what I mean. Like, well, he, he never, he he picked never off take Arf, that away. He picked off Peyton. Porter I mean, made a lot more than one play in his career. Porter was always there. Um, now, yeah, like that one year, I'm not saying pretty... like. Look, I'm not saying he didn't get beat or that he didn't have bad plays, but I think Tracy was a serviceable, solid cornerback. We, if he wasn't a solid cornerback, we wouldn't have the, ended up in the Super Bowl. The so only other McKenzie, no Pro Bowls, no uh, no All Pros. Yeah, I know he didn't make All Pro. I thought he made a Pro Bowl with us. No. Oh well, all right. Well, the only other debate, Eric Allen, and well, there's one more, but. Who? I don't view him as a corner, but a lot he was drafted as a corner, I believe, is Who? Dave Waymer. Oh, oh yeah. I think yeah. he was drafted as a corner, but for me, he's a safety for the Saints, and th- that'll transition into safety. He's one of my two. But that'll make your dad happy. I'm going Sam Knight and Dave Waymer at safety. Well, time out, time out. And Eric Allen. So Eric Allen was six-time Pro Bowl. Not with us. Three time, not with us. I mean, he's an eagle. I'm looking. Philadelphia. He's an eagle. Philadelphia. Shout out to the uh, big cap. He's a Hall of Famer. He wasn't a Hall of Fame one time Pro Bowler with us. So he did make a Pro Bowl. Okay. Well, that that I didn't even know he made a Pro Bowl. All right, so we're on safety. So Sammy Knight, without question, is one. For me, it's Dave Waymer. I'm calling him a safety. If you don't call him a safety, then he's our second corner. He's got like 50 career interceptions, dude. All right. So here's the question. Here's the big question. And this is the one that's going to be the most controversial. So we're saying Apex Mountain. Mm-hmm. Or are we going off of one season? Because You're trying to are, say Darren Apex Sharper. Is, Wait, Darren best season with Sharper us. Is but no, he doesn't beat Dave Waymer as a saint. No the way. Fuck he do- no, the one, no. but that's my point. The one season. Because that one season with the nine interceptions and like 200 and almost 300 yards returned. Even yeah. with us, that season was incredible, but he wasn't great. Mm, what? He was a turnover machine. It was instrumental in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, no question. We led the league in turnovers forced. I yeah. get it. We also were a terrible pass defense. <laughs> That's fine, though. But if we're going off of like, the yeah. high point, the high point, the apex, fuck, Sharper's got to be there, dude. Sharper and Sammy Knight. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not putting Dave Waymer ahead of him. There's no way. Nine. Okay, you want to hear it? Nine interceptions, three touchdowns. 300 yards It's insane, dude. It is insane. I remember. Um, What was Waymer's best season? Give me a second. So, Sharper, we have 2009. Nine interceptions. You ready for this? 11 total turnovers. 376 yards in returns. I just said it. Three touchdowns. I just said it. I know. But that's (laughs) long of 99. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that is... 
It was incredible. So I'm not, like, I'm not downgrading it at all. I loved it. It was amazing. Turns out he's a bad dude. Whatever. I think. Look up Waymer's best year. I, I don't am, know what it I is. I have no clue. When I, when I think of like Sammy Knight's best year might be better than that year though. Didn't he have a nine? I think Sam, uh, look, Sammy's, Waymer, Sammy's number one. I four, think. four, six, nine for forty-eight. Five, three, six, seven, four. So forty-eight. That's insane. <laughs> no, it is. But Read that back again over a seven-eight-year span. That's insane. Sharper's better. In one year, I agree. Sharper's better overall. No, not with as a saint. Okay. Not as a saint. Oh, as a saint. Okay, so as a career, yes, I agree. Okay, so Waymer rookie year zero, second year four, third year zero, fourth year zero, fifth year zero, sixth year four. Then six, then nine, then five, then three, then six, then seven, then the 49ers after that. I'm sorry, seven was with Niners. What's his career interception? With Saints, nine, 14, 40, right? 23, 29, 33, 37 with Saints. 37. That's a that's, tough that's one. That's just Because Sharper was yeah. literally one year because he sucked the next year. Well, he was great. Look, in that I'll be world. honest. For I'm, I'm two not, years. When I think about two, that's two, what I'm saying. Two guys. That's a tough one. I think of like a, a bubble. And he was awful the next year. I think about a bubble of like three to five. Year, I'm having a hard time keeping Roman out of our bubble of three to five. Well, if you're going to do that, you got to do Malcolm. You, you go. I'm taking Roman over Malcolm. I mean, because if we're talking Pika Powers and like. I'm thinking nine, eight sacks one year. When Roman was at I'm his talking best, talking about sacks. Look, and I know, look, I know we had him on the on the pod and these a friend, but like before I even knew the guy, like I mean, when he was at his best, he was a fucking missile. But like, at his just, best, he was a linebacker essentially. But like, but if you and I loved it. Like don't get me wrong, it was incredible. Safety, you know. What's his career interception? That's a strong safety. I don't know, but I I don't know that I'm judging his his 11. worth based yeah. on interception numbers. It's just like I'm not judging his worth. I'm judging his safety. Well, his well his position. Sacks. Yeah, his position on this chart that we're doing. He had seven you know? and a half sacks that one year. I can't put him above Malcolm. I can't put him above Dave Waymer. I can put him above Malcolm. I can too. What's Malcolm's stats with us? Let's look that up. I think. Honestly, the 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 hardest decision is between Roman and Sharper. I don't think. I think Sammy Knight's number one. If you're talking Apex, that one's not close. Yeah, it's Sharper. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Malcolm. Three, four, six, nine, ten interceptions with the Saints. That's it. Wow. Malcolm had a, probably more pick uh, one, sixes than Roman. Two, four and a half, eight sacks with the Saints. Roman had more sacks in one season than uh, Malcolm had in his career with the Saints. Yeah, I mean, sacks isn't a stat I look at for safety. No, but, but it was the way Greg Williams used that it. That one year, yeah, and I amazing. told you, that's how Roman should have been used his whole career because been. like Roman in that role was exceptional. Badass, yeah. He's a beast. And he had such a knack for being able to blitz. He was so good at it. Um, I wish... We would have kept doing that with him. We right. didn't. If we're, right. if we're going Apex, I'm going Sammy Knight and Darren Sharper. If it's Apex, you have to put Sharper there. You I think put Sharper. it's yeah. for the one yeah. year. I think Dave Waymer's career with the Saints is a much more impressive Saints career. I think he's more a corner though, bro. He wasn't when he was getting all those <laughs> those years with zero. That's his corner years. We switched him to safety like his third year. Yeah. 
He was a safety for us. Mean Gene Atkins. I love Gene Atkins. Gotta love Gene Atkins. What are Boy, his stats? Know I don't even know what his stats are. I love him. They're not. They're not much. He would knock the fuck out of you, though. But he was a Roman Harper type. So would Roman. <laughs> right. Roman would he, was, he, was, he was Roman before Roman was Roman. Yeah. yeah. I love Makes that sense. type player. They're awesome to watch. Um. All right. So kicker. This one should be easy. Yeah, it's Morton Anderson. Okay. Punter. This one's easy. It's easy too. More stuff. More stuff. Yeah. Kick Bar- returner's not easy. Barnhart, I'm honorable mention. No. All right. No. Now, now, before we talk about kick returner, we have to make a point that we have kick returner and punt returner per Max's rules. Correct. Yeah. So, come out, come out, real quick. Gene Atkins, 25 career interceptions. Yeah. Jesus. He's a better player than people think. So, maybe 21 of those with the Saints. Yeah. yeah. Gene Atkins, a- safety two. He was maybe, a good player, maybe he's, dude. Maybe he's a third safety. Maybe we have to amend. Maybe we have to amend. I'm telling you, that dude was better than people think. 15 career force fumbles. So was Dave Wehmer. I don't feel we're giving credit to Dave Wehmer. That dude was a great recovery. player. Are Gene Atkins, dude. Wait, hold on. Do you have a deal that we don't know about about saying the name Dave Wehmer? No, I just Because I think him. you've said the the name Dave, Dave Wehmer. What's his career interception total? Isn't <laughs> it almost you. 50? That's hard to do, man. Well, is it 49? It was 48, I think. Let me double check. There's like less than 30 people ever have done that. Dave Wehmer, 48. Yeah, Olympians included. Yeah. That's okay. hard to do. That's hey, a good football player, dude. That's 40, all I can tell he, you. He had 48. Sharper had 63. I know. Sharper was well, career. I'm all on Sharper. But with the Saints, he he was terrible for a year years. and great for a year. Yeah. Rod Woodson was... He's in his six. Above, he's got sixty plus, about like sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Something what like is Paul Krause with his eighty-one? Yeah. Which is the most night train lane ever. has sixty something. I think we brought this up. Was it like episode two or three, something like that? I'm not gonna look it up now. But anyway, all right. All so. right. So on to uh, what are we on? Kick returner. To me, kick returner or the beer man or Mel Gray. For me, it's mm. Mel Gray and Mel Gray. Tyrone Hughes is the punt returner. I, I'm going Mel Gray. You go uh, for both? Yeah. I love Tyrone Hughes. How have we had so many great returners? It's That's crazy, what's crazy. Huh? But Mel Gray, I think people, were, I, th- I want to say he was four time All Pro. Yeah, I think he was. But then he went to Detroit. Yeah. And Kept he didn't going. make All Pro there, but yeah. he was still good. Um, Tyrone Hughes for punch. Bro. I love Tyrone Hughes. For punch. Come Mel on. Gray was so good. Mel, Mel was more kicks for me. But I'm going, ah, fuck. I yeah, bet you no, Mel Gray Mel, had more punt return it's yards Mel Gray, than Mel Gray, dude. Huh? It's Mel Gray for kicks. It's Tyrone for punts. We forget Mel Gray because he was 80s, I think. 80s, yeah. early no, 90s. No, we remember him. Um, Corey's I, like Michael Lewis, Michael Lewis. Michael Mel Gray's Lewis. the best no, returner no, in Saints tough. history, period. I, I'm going both. You can make a case for all those guys. I'm not going to argue with Give me Mel Michael. Gray and Tyrone Hughes. Tyrone Hughes also made All-Pro, right? Yeah, give I me think both so. Those but I think Mel Gray made four straight All Pros. That's that's ridiculous. All right. So, what you got? You're gonna say Beerman and uh, well, Deontay well, look, Harris? Beerman and Tyron Hughes are certainly. Corey's like Deontay Harris. No, for a God year, no. Deontay Harris was All Pro. He was All Pro. You know, you know who yeah. looked. You know who was really good at kick returning? If you're going Apex and you made an All Pro, there's a case to be made for who was really like good at kick returning for maybe like year, for maybe like half a season was Courtney Reby. What? Who? 
Corey Roby? Courtney Roby. No. No, he didn't return Stop Cashmo. It. He covered him. Number 15. He covered them. He didn't return him. He did return. He was on return. He returned. No, he's fucking fast as shit. He like knocked out a referee on the sideline one time. <laughs> if he returned, um, him, he was, he was never one of the best, but yeah. he did return kicks. There, he had a, a flash in the pan, but that's kind of more of like a fun suggestion. Okay, so this is going to be the most fun category. Anyway, but the hold wild on. Card. I'm going with, but my two picks are. Yeah, beer man for kicks, Tyrone for punts. Okay, so now we move on to the wild card. Just Mel Gray, one. by the way, everybody. <laughs> Don't forget. The wild card Look him pick. up. <laughs> the player you want on your team. Nick Curator's Whether Wikipedia it is page. offense, Sorry. defense, special teams, whatever. The wild card. You just want to have this fucking guy on your team. So this is tough because I left Vilma off of my linebackers. So he would probably be in this conversation. But I think I'm going to go with Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley? Yeah. Mm, wow. Because if I could have a dude who's a mean ass that you just have on the team that just instigates everything, so like a wild card, you're that's You're telling the guy. me that you, the stat man, the award man, the all-pro man, is just... You, you're using the wild card to throw all that out the window, which I'm not. I'm not knocking it. Uh, did he but make not, a? No, did, it's fine. It's a good call. Did I'm he make a Pro Bowl? It. It's a good call. I don't know. I'm just no, saying that, like, that's a good use of the wild card because, like, you've got Nick values helmet helmet. You've tosses. got your guy, dude. He could chuck a helmet. He but chuck a helmet. I remember being at that game and, and and seeing the whole scuffle, and then seeing like, wait, okay, Turley obviously in the scuffle. Let's like, not act he like he the, wasn't a really fucking good player. He was, awesome. he was very good. Yeah. He was very good. But then I remember he will like forever be the person we picked over Randy. Boston. At first, I thought he had a head in his hand, and then the helmet. One of the like, best games I've ever like, been well, to. Yeah. Surely he didn't decapitate somebody, and then I was like, "That's Who, not a Saints helmet." Who's your guy? Um, I'm going Reggie. I mean, Final I answer? think yeah, because you plug him into you know I, I didn't put him on my running backs squad, but. I think you plug Reggie into like a lot of our lineups. It changes things. All right, so I'm not going to knock it. I just looked it up. Turley was first team All Pro in 2000. Yeah, he was good. First team okay. All Pro so, is good. Turley, Reggie. I'm going with Taysom Hill. Ah, I want him okay. because he can play every fucking okay. position. That's the end of the 28-3 podcast. For <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm going with Taysom. Dude, Taysom that would be Hill. fitting because like the last episode, it was like, you're going to die on that hill, and he's going to die on a different well, hill. No, I'm uh, going to make this statement. But I, I, and Nick, I, look, oh, come I'm not going to knock Nick, back me up on this. Nickelback? If Taysom had never been pushed as a quarterback... He would probably be in our top three favorite Saints ever. Hmm. If they never tried to force him I'm as a quarterback. I'm add a caveat if he showed up with like an 87 jersey instead of a 7 and jersey. And we never paid him like a fucking quarterback. Well, allegedly paid. Agreed. He still has got a lot of No, he's getting paid too much. Agreed. He's, he made 10 plus. He's and, making 10 and plus. And he's not a 10 plus. I, I love Nick, Taysom if he, if he was not, If he did not get overpaid... And yeah. he's wearing number eighty-seven. Is he not one of your fucking three favorite Saints players ever? I love him. Oh, he's like. I regret how we've used him. Uh, but he's an animal at every position. As a receiver, he's animal. so limited, and I feel like. I don't to know. me, is throw him a screen and let him just. Yes, go. I agree a hundred. I guess with I hadn't that. thought about it the way Max just laid it out. Like, I love him, and he's a he matchup everywhere. nightmare. Everywhere. I wish he could truly catch and not just yeah. catch the I'm shit that's super easy. If he could do that, that guy would have made Pro Bowls for yeah. years. Yeah. Well, like I'm saying, like I completely understand the idea that 
He's everywhere. He's a, that he's everywhere. Black punts. But the way Max just laid it out is is it's a wild card. Maybe it's Every obvious position. to some people, but like the idea of him everywhere showing up. No, it's the genesis of it for as what you just described. Like if he had never even been labeled a quarterback, if he just showed up to us as a top BYU recruit tight end. But let's top be BYU honest, recruit wide receiver, that's partly and him. He, and he showed. No, it is. I'm not saying because he said I want to be a quarterback. I'm not placing blame. I'm just saying the that if, mentality. if if if, if the player that is Taysom Hill showed up to the Saints or even got claimed off waivers by the Saints as a WR slash TE and he wore 80 or wore an 80s number and still did everything he did. We'd love him. You're right. He would be... One of our favorite like, Saints ever. Second to Gleason. We would talk about him like, like you and I guy. talk about McCleskey. Why, when we were injured at running back, was this he not QB running, running makes back different. Why the, is he not a backup running back too? He he is, but the, the, the problem is we number. focus on yeah. him playing quarterback. But last year he was he was sure. he was that emergency and Peyton, QB. For all his greatness, he, thought the guy could be a quarterback. That okay. guy is not a quarterback. Sean Payton made the, the the grave mistake of saying this is the next Steve Young. Yes, Good seven God. years ago, whatever right. it was, that forever changed the perception of Taysom Hill and fucked up our viewpoint of him yeah. going forward. It if he never worse. says that and he never is the primary quarterback competing for the job, we all fucking love him as one of our favorite players If ever. Peyton was like, this is he what... He is the J.J. McCluskey of the fucking new millennium. That <laughs> Pey- Peyton, as, uh, as a commentator this year, and Peyton, I mean, uh, Taysom had his monster one game of the season mm-hmm. that he had, and he's like, you don't want him, I'll take him. And it's like, dude, Shut it's up. one in right. 17. Like, dude, right. yes. Fine, trade, trade for him. He's, I love him, but you know, being paid as a as a eight figure guy doesn't make a lot of sense. Taysom, you know what in reality, like you can't hold in reality it's kind of like I don't. As a player, I don't hold it against him. I hold it against the Saints. He is to the he pros, but what Florida college fans thought Tebow should have been in the pros. He is, yeah. Tebow could have been. He could have been. Tebow could have done, done this. Yeah, I still think Taysom is more athletic, faster. He's faster. He's faster. He ain't more. I said Tebow's leaner, but Tebow's like, every know, bit of a brute. And Tebow's Tebow's every bit bigger yeah. and stronger. Like, and if, and yeah. I can tell you, I would bet Tebow is a better natural receiver as a tight end mm. than okay. Taysom. Strikes okay. me as having block hands. But uh, I'm taking I don't Tebow know, man. I, I think Tebow missed a big opportunity not signing up for a Taysom role. He certainly catches for life ads pretty good. He could have been Cordell Stewart. He Yeah. Tebow was such a beast. Anyway, anyway. So... Let's right. wrap it up. My wild card's Reggie. We're wrapping it up. So uh, Corey says Reggie. Nick said Kyle Turley. I've got Taysom Hill. That's going to wrap us up for this episode. And if you're hanging with us this long, just like DM us on Twitter and tell us what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we're at an hour 10. Yeah. So but, uh, uh, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. We're checking out. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Boom.